Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. Today I'm going to talk about a different topic which I haven't really covered much in the past but I'm going to do a few of these videos and it's regarding toenail fungus so yeast infection the toenails it's very very common it's a condition I very commonly see in fact I would easily say that half to three quarters of my patients have one or more nails particularly toenails with some kind of fungal infection it's extremely common condition we see a lot of it in the Western world, particularly people like myself who wear socks and shoes all the time, office workers. I've treated patients from many walks of life for a long period of time. And the people I typically see with uh, finger or toenail yeast infections are often people who work in damp or wet surroundings like chefs, you know, cooks, gardeners, market gardeners, uh, people who work on dairy farms, you know, they wear rubber boots all the time, um, cleaners in, in, in offices or hotels. These are people that we commonly see having a yeast infection. When you think about it, yeast loves warmth, it loves darkness, it loves moisture. All these sort of environments which really, you know, yeast thrives in, in the groin, the vaginal area and the toenails. Toenails uh, fungus is more common than, than fingernail fungus, so I do see quite a bit uh, in people with their fingernails as well. It's commonly mistaken, in fact, for psoriasis of the nails, when in fact it's not psoriasis, it's actually a yeast infection. There are various kinds of species of yeast that live around the fingernail, under the fingernail. So let's look at some of the common causes of toenail fungus. Well, I think the number one cause is people wearing sneakers and socks prolonged, women wearing pantyhose or providing an environment where you know, this yeast can thrive. So if you wear socks, you need to take them off regularly. If you can walk barefoot in your office, like me, I'm lucky, you wouldn't know, but I've bare feet, so I like walking around bare feet in my office. If I'm seeing patients, naturally, I'll have you know socks and shoes on, but I try and take my socks and shoes off for most of the time, and just have bare feet or you know some uh, some leather sandals that I like to wear around the place for airing out the feet. So feet really like hands, you know, need to have lots of air flowing around them, you know, some sunlight exposure, and this is why you're going to typically see more toenail fungus than fingernail fungus. We don't often wear gloves on our hands, and if we do, we take them off. But we wear socks for 8 to 10 hours a day all the time, so this is a typical cause, okay? Or a contributing cause. Some of the leading causes we're going to see later really are more diet and stress-related. Another one is clipping the toenails. There's people who tear the toenails or cut them too short which leaves a small wound which allows really bacteria or, or fungus to get in there and start you know, seeding more fungi around under the nail and before you know it, you've got the beginning of a toenail infection. So remember, if you have got a toenail infection, it's important to find the causes of it. And also to understand that it's not just affecting you locally with the toenail you know, or the fingernail, it's affecting you systemically, so it'll be internal. So topical treatments purely on the nail are a waste of time. You're wasting your time just putting Lamisil on your toenail or trying to treat the nail externally without looking at the internal contributing factors. Very smart move if you do internal treatment and external treatment because this is how you're going to really nail, pardon the pun, the nail infection. Okay, If you want to get rid of it permanently, you need to make changes on multiple levels. Treating it purely on a local level is pretty stupid. 
you'll get rid of it for a while, but it'll usually come back again. Okay? Now, contrary to popular belief, you don't pick up toenail infection or tinea, you know, uh, yeast infections around the uh, between the toes from locker rooms or, you know, these a lot of people think if you walk around bare feet around a gym, you instantly get an infection involving, you know, a yeast which will grow tinea pedis, you know, a tinea infection around the, uh, the feet or between the toes. It's not true. Many people walk around bare feet in all areas around the world, including gym rooms, that never get these infections. Some people do. I bet you that the people who are more prone to these infections, who say they, they catch them, are the ones who tend to have too much sugar in their diet, alcohol in their diet, you know, foods and beverages, uh, chicken with antibiotics in it, for example. I've spoken about this a lot. So a lot of our foods today, our meat uh, foods, we consume these primary proteins, do contain chemicals, and these chemicals affect our gut. They can, they can increase our susceptibility towards many different kinds of intestinal infections and allergies so be careful the kind of food you eat try and read some more of my information on yeastinfection.org one of the world's most informative websites i've been told for yeast infection don't forget to do my quiz on candidacrusher.com it's one of the world's best online yeast infection quizzes so let's look at the causes again so common causes of yeast infection as i mentioned are wearing socks pantyhose shoes too long Keeping the feet in environments where they're quite damp and moist and the worst cases I've ever seen, I think one of the worst ones was a lady uh, who worked on a dairy farm whose feet were for many hours uh, were in rubber boots and they were wet quite a lot of the time and she had horrific uh, yeast infection involving the feet and the nails. A doctor in fact wanted to uh, send her to a surgeon to get surgical treatment done uh, to take lots of pieces of skin off and even do skin grafting to her foot because it was so bad, which I thought was a joke. So it took this lady a good six months to get a complete cure of this problem. Uh, basically, I got her out of the, the rubber boots and got her to wear uh, plastic sort of open sandals, and I got her to dry her feet with a hairdryer a few times a day. Uh, and we used tea tree oil. We got rid of the condition. It was horrific, absolutely horrific. Similarly, I've, uh, I've seen this with a chef. I also have had some terrible um, uh, you know, conditions seen, uh, people who do a lot of cooking, preparation in kitchens and cleaners have seen this sort of thing too so remember if you have got a yeast infection um, involving the toenails or between the toes you need to really expose your feet to dry warm sort of environment sunlight salt water kick off those socks and shoes as much as you can don't wear pantyhose that often so change the environment make it more hostile towards yeast which will mean it'll be easier to get rid of and harder for it to come back okay so other causes are antibiotics in your diet, or antibiotics, uh, you know, taken as a dietary, you know, not dietary supplement, taken as a medicine. Okay, so don't take antibiotics. Antibiosis means anti-life. Why would you take something that's anti-life? It's dumb, you know. It's ridiculous. To me, it's almost as stupid as as um, taking credit on continually credit, 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 without even thinking about making payments, you're end, end, going to end up totally bankrupt. And it's the same with your health. If you keep killing and killing, you're going to end up literally bankrupt. I get too many patients with incredibly uh, bad chronic conditions that rely on antibiotics for every cough and sniffle. So don't do it. Don't go there. Don't take these drugs. They're, they're disgusting drugs. You know, you may need to use them once in your lifetime for bacterial pneumonia, but generally I would never recommend antibiotics. My four children have never had antibiotics. I just don't even go there with them. And they're all adults now with great health. We never raised them on any kind of drugs or pharmaceuticals. And in fact, they've never been to doctors or hospitals. 
Uh, and I hear the same with many of my patients. You don't need drugs. So understand the causes uh, with yeast infection. Now let's look at some of the typical, uh, the best treatments you can use for this. So as I mentioned, sunlight, salt water, tea tree oil, oregano oil. Oregano oil is a bit more powerful than tea tree oil to use. You sometimes don't really need to go for powerful treatments. One drop of tea tree oil on each affected nail. Cut the nail very short. Get the tea tree oil around the nail margin and just put one drop on the nail every single day. Persistence breaks resistance. Okay, continue and persist with it. Three to six months treatment, you're going to get rid of this nail infection. I'm going to read you out now out of my book, the 10 quick tips for nail yeast infections. So this will reduce your chances of getting a recurring fungal infection. Okay, so I highly recommend you follow these 10 rules. Okay, let's start. This is out of Candida Crusher. Keep your hands and feet clean and dry, all right? With your toes, again, after a shower, towel dry and even use a hair dryer to really thoroughly dry the feet. Don't wear socks in bed, all right? If you've got cold feet, get your thyroid checked out. There could be a problem there, but you should never wear socks in bed. Dumb idea. So also gloves. Try not to wear gloves continually. And if you do, make sure you dry your hands thoroughly after you use them. So hot, sweaty hands need to be cleaned a few times per day, then dried out. Number two, go barefoot. So get, go barefoot as much as you can. Sand, sun, and salt. The three key things which I like people to get involved in. So a couple of times a week, if you can, in summer, go to the beach and walk around in the margin of the sand in the ocean. You'll find you'll get rid of this nail infection pretty quick. All right? Sunlight. Sunlight is very hostile towards yeast infection. So for jock itch, uh, for toenail fungus, you know, even for psoriasis, Sunlight proves to be a very powerful ally in, you know, in your quest to get rid of a, uh, a toenail fungus or yeast infection. So make sure you use the sun quite a lot, okay? So 15 minutes a day. Um, a, a, an exposure in the middle of the day for a few minutes is fine, as long as you're not in too long, but preferably around 10 or 3. Okay, 10 a.m., 3 p.m. is a good time to do it. Replacing your socks every day. Never wear the same pair of socks twice in a row. Cotton socks to absorb moisture. Never wear nylon or poly blend. Just wear pure cotton socks every day. Chuck them in the bin with a bit of bleach in there and keep putting clean, fresh socks on. With your shoes, put one to two drops of tea tree oil uh, in, in the shoe on the inside where the toes are per week. One to two drops. Okay, That's going to help to throw a lot of, uh, of these um, you know, substances out of the oil into the shoe. It's going to put the vapor through there and kill any fungal spores. It's a clever idea to do. Rotate your shoes too, another good idea. So have three or four pairs of shoes and always rotate them. Don't wear the same pair of shoes continually for weeks on end. Maybe one or two days, stick them out, let them air out with a bit of tea tree oil. Next pair of shoes. Clever move. Okay, so also sandals. Now many people rotate. So many people with bad toenail fungus have the same pair of shoes they will wear continually. Use natural remedies and drop the drugs. You don't need drugs. Lamisil drugs like that, just can these drugs. Use tea tree oil. Another one you can do is put some crushed garlic on a really bad toe. You can actually crush garlic and get the juice out of it, and that's extremely powerful for a fungal uh, toenail infection. Okay, Foot spa or foot bath, very clever idea. You can, With a foot bath, you can actually put a little bit of water-soluble tea tree oil or just pure tea tree oil in the foot bath. Works quite well. Some patients I know use apple cider vinegar in the foot bath and a bit of tea tree oil. Colloidal silver. You know, there are many solutions for you to use to get rid of an, a yeast infection of the nails. Tea tree oil, I think, is one of the best. 
Make sure it's Australian tea tree oil, Melaleuca alternifolia. The best tea tree oils in the world are grown in New South Wales in Australia, and they come from the Ballina region. Ballina. Thursday Plantation is one of the best. A very, very clever product to use. The Australian government, in fact, found tea tree oil so powerful, the soldiers who went out on the First World War were issued with a bottle of tea tree oil in their kit. Did you know that? Incredible. So, you know, the medicos back then knew of the power of tea tree oil. So these guys going off to, you know, places like Turkey to fight had tea tree oil in their kit bag. Lots of soldiers who went to the Vietnam War in the 60s also took tea tree oil with them. So it shows you how powerful this is for people on a government level to make the recommendation. Be cautious of artificial nails and nail salons. Now watch out, these places are toxic dumps. You shouldn't really go there. They stink of toluene and all these filthy chemicals. They're not really good places to go to. There's also a risk of contamination, you know, um, there. So be careful. You could actually pick up a nail infection from these sort of places. And they're not, it's not really good to sit in a toxic environment and breathe all those chemicals in. Crushed garlic. I've already mentioned crushed garlic. But the tenth one is never, 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 never give up. Okay? Don't give up. Always keep keep on keeping on. You will get rid of this infection. If you treat internally, effectively, all right, with the Candida Crusher diet or the Mevi diet, the meat, eggs, vegetables, and yogurt, you eat special antifungal foods, which I've outlined in my book. Right? You take a good antifungal supplement like Candida Remove. You can find it at Candida.com. You take that two to three times per day, and you're going to really get this yeast infection under control because you're going to kill off all this rubbish inside. You're going to help get rid of bad bacteria, parasites, and yeast. You're going to boost your immune function up internally. You're going to allow the beneficial bacteria to grow. And, and that coupled with the local treatment is a very smart, but even better, is try and understand the role that stress plays with yeast infection. I've just had Skype consultations with three or four American patients today that, that work and live under high-stress situations. Two of them were, out of three were divorced. It was a terrible situation to be in, you know. One guy said to me, when my marriage fell apart, that's when my health fell apart. I hear this routinely from people. One of the biggest stresses in our lives are people, all right? especially dysfunctional relationships with partners or employees or employers or with our children. So when you have these problems, they manifest like that, they have quite a powerful effect on making us not feel good about our lives. These things affect our stress axis, our ability to produce you know, maintain good hormonal levels to combat things like infections. So if you really want to get down to it and do a good job of eradicating a yeast infection, whether it's vaginal, toenail, scalp, jock itch, I don't care what it is, you need to give your immune system the best possible chance of, you know, of being a powerful ally in your fight against this infection. And how are you going to do it? Understanding the relationship with stress, best kept secret understand that, how the adrenals and thyroid need to function optimally to power your immune system up to get rid of any kind of infection, including cancers, right? We know that 90% of cancers basically now can basically prevent it with diet and lifestyle. So that's a pretty powerful statement. And if you go online, do some searches, you'll find what I'm saying is correct. So if diet and lifestyle can help us reduce the incidence of cancer, surely it should help us to prevent from getting something like a yeast infection. So I hope I've given you enough information today you know, to give you a good heads up on how to get rid of your, how to nail your nail infection. Pretty lame, isn't it? So don't use drugs. Use natural medicines. You'll, you'll feel better in the long run, it won't create any toxic side effects.
understand that persistence breaks resistance. Do my, uh, please do my Candida survey on candidacrusher.com. Check out yeastinfection.org. And if you want the best antifungal on the market, check out canzita.com. It took me a long time to make this product. I'm proud of it. We're getting stunning feedback from it, including many patients from countries around the world who've got toenail yeast infection. So that's going to wrap up my YouTube video today. Thank you so much for tuning in.